Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. I don't know why, GJ, but I feel like I was more emotionally moved by it this week than I have had in the last uh, three months. <laughs> well, I know why. It's been a challenging spiritual warfare kind of weekend, week, and that's that. I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. Signing off. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. On, on the next week. On the next uh, week. All right. I was just uh, <clears throat> I was just sharing it to my Facebook page, so I was a little preoccupied. I, hey, was, I, I wasn't fast enough. Hey, that's all right. Hey, guys, look, thank you so much for being patient with us yesterday when we were going to be on, but I uh, had some personal family things to take care of, and the, our families are our primary ministries, and we... Um, God put us in our families for reasons. So we need to take care of some things sometimes. So thank you for being patient with us as we move to the day. This won't be every single week, at least that I know of. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, thanks for uh, tuning in today. Share it, share it, share it. Hey, by the way, GJ, last week's broadcast. You ready for this? Uh, you ready for I got, that? I got nothing. I said I got nothing. I meant I got nothing. I just want to tell you about our stats from last week. I got nothing. I don't know what the stats are. Why are you asking me, bro? I'm not asking you. I want to tell you. Oh, here's, here's our sponsor, <laughs> by the way. Hey, there it is. Whoa, copying me. Hey, you know what? I love I love it. I can't tell you what it is. Okay, we have, as so far, we it just ended, the the, <clears throat> the that we put up. It's over 16,000 through plays. So we're staying and consistent. Staying consistent. And uh, I think it was... I have to go back and look, but almost 45,000 views and over 110,000 people have seen it go past their feed. So, man, that's just, um, I'm blown away and I'm thankful for all the support everybody gives us every single week. Yes. And uh, that's all in God because we just said, hey, we know my mom and dad are going to watch. And that's just my mom. <laughs> but dad is here. Dad is here. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, notes. Do you, you have a sister-in-law that just had a birthday? <laughs> Should I not say online? You're like, I have a sister-in-law. Um, my wife. Well, yeah, your wife had a birthday. We're celebrating. It's a whole month thing in our house. Well, mine was celebrated for one day. That's it. One night. Once you turn thirty, once you turn thirty, it's a whole month. Um, well, that's good. At least I have another another six months left before I turn 30. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going to talk about a lightning strike. 
later and things that make you go, hmm. Oh, I went the wrong way. Look at that. Yeah, yeah go to the right, to the right, to the right, to the right, to the right. Well, I'm not 30. My wife is not 30. However, once you hit 30, it's a month-long thing, bro. You know what? Um, Alita is just 29 and counting. That's the way it works for our wives. They are 29 and counting. That's it. That's what they'll be. She's not counting. She didn't want to count. 29 and I stopped counting. That's how our wives do it. 29 and I stopped counting. By the way, last week was your birthday. What? Yeah, I turned. Say what? Say what? I turned 29 and counting. (laughs) You're counting a lot. I've been counting a lot. Well, hey, uh, that actually, the extra day was helpful because there's some other news that I found out about since yesterday. Whoa. That has literally, um, it's blown my mind. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, but whenever I'm talking to somebody about what's going on, that we literally, uh, whenever I'm talking to somebody about the end times and I mention it, I, I keep telling them, if you just check what's going on around the world, you will start to be able to make the connection with Scripture and what Jesus said, what what Second First and Second Timothy said, <clears throat> what Thessalonians talks about, what Daniel talks about, what Revelation talks about, and you'll be able to start realizing that things are happening at an exponential pace. But it can get very overwhelming, right? Very much. Well, like like we were, you know, and uh, we don't we don't even know what we're talking about today with each other. Just to be clear, uh, is raw, maybe censored. <laughs> <laughs> it might be censored after today. We'll see. Uh, however, I know Romans chapter six is the only thing that I know you're going to talk about today. Uh, I did pull that up, and then I pulled up some of my notes that I felt were uh, consistent with some of the things that are going on. And uh, let's just dive right in there, bro. Hey, got it. Well, we got some earth news. And you know what whoa, I... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's said, all I got. That's all I got. You said, I said, you said dive in. Can I dive in? All right, take mine. You have, it's you have one? Flooding. A lot of flooding. A lot of oh, flooding. No, you, you talk about the flooding. because A lot of flooding. One, that's only one little thing. You, t- you take it. Flooding. What's going on? Where's flooding at? Uh, so you're going to trump me again. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to say. Major flooding into Europe. First Germany. Now uh, in, I lost track. Help me. Little help. There's like four four other countries that are with the flooding over there. Netherlands, I think. Belgium. Belgium, yeah. And, uh, And then also I just found out about New Zealand. Which is not in Europe, obviously, but New Zealand is actually having records. It, it might be if he keeps flooding. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> All those countries might be islands. <laughs> well, we know uh, that New Zealand, Zealand is an island. Yes, it is. New Zealand is, but not Europe. Europe's an island. No. Not yet. China. So much rain. Two dams broke, which we've been talking about for some time. We mentioned that several months ago. Yeah, so it finally gave way, some major flooding there. And you say, well, what does that got to do with the end times? All these things are happening on a global scale to an elevated, I mean, it's just all elevated, more so than ever before. 
And you say, well, it's coincidence, maybe so. But it's like things that make you go, <clears throat> there's your sign. <laughs> I like that one that time. <laughs> you sounded like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I don't know if I can repeat it. I'll do my best later. Raro. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, oh, that was Reagan. That was Reagan, yeah. I did not. No, we don't want to do that one. Forget I said that. Back to the flooding, GJ. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that one dam burst in uh, in China? Yeah, it looked like it, it looked like one of those movies that were, you know, the CGI that was so over the top. It's just like, oh my god! It's like it all of a sudden just like exploded and just crumbled. I mean, in the yeah. water. The water and everything that happened, it kind of uh, made me think about Noah. But here's the thing. Uh, it says that God promised he would not destroy the earth the same way he did in the time of Noah with flooding. But it didn't mean he wasn't going to pronounce judgment and allow flooding to happen, right? He just said he wasn't going to destroy the earth that way again. So it's a wake-up call. Wake-up calls, 100%. Um, did you hear about that comet that they just discovered? Whoa, do tell, please. Okay, it just do I, do I know or do I not? Do you know? I don't know. I, I'll find out if you know or not. But do uh, I? I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a comet that they just discovered that entered into our solar system. And when I say they, I mean all the scientists and people looking up in the sky, right? With telescopes and all that big stuff. But they just discovered this comet. They're... They think it's between 60 and 230 miles wide. Mile wow. wide. And they're to believe that the trajectory it's on, that as they kind of do all their models, that it's not going to actually get to the point where it would be a threat to Earth. But the fact that it, to me, what it means is that because it's a newly discovered comet, and they're not just calling it a comet, they're calling it a mega comet. I mean, that's a, that's no small, that's, that's my son-in-law just kind of sat down and is just sitting right there next to me. <laughs> He's in a, he wants to it's a live broadcast. Well, well, I, sent him the link, I sent him the link so that he could be on the show. <laughs> I think he may need to ask me a question. GJ, the floor is yours. No, he is uh, your replacement. Oh, he's my replacement. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that you, happen. You didn't get the message? <laughs> no. Anyway, I better let me take thirty seconds. Find out what he wants. Go for it. This is a oh live. Oh my show. gosh! Oh my gosh! I I I got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. No, I literally got nothing. My next thing is things that make you go hmm. So lightning typically hits something metal, <clears throat> and uh, so obviously here in the states, you know, uh, George Floyd. Um, and let, let, you know, he was the one that was killed last year. And, of course, a lot of things uh, came to light from all that. Uh, I'm not here to talk about any of that. What, it, what is amazing to me is that lightning struck the mural on the brick and destroyed the mural on the brick from lightning. And there's witnesses that saw it. And then you can see the befores and then you can see the afters. They also showed Doppler radar. The Doppler radar showed that lightning strike happened there at 4:30. And so one of our sons ended up sharing uh, that video with me, 
And I'm like, and I said, well, what do you think? He goes, I said, he goes, I think it was a sign from God. And I'm like, amen. Yeah. <laughs> you think? So that there, well, it doesn't matter where you stand on any of that topic. That's something that makes you go. Oh, wow. Your head. I mean, when you brought it back. I got to go. I don't know why I did that. I don't know people. I don't know. I get on here. And it's like different person. Hey, it's all good. We got to keep it light sometimes because we have a lot of heavy things to talk about today. Well, and, and I feel heavy. I, and I, so the one yeah. thing I was going to share. Yeah. The only thing we talked about is that you text me. You're feeling Romans chapter uh, chapter yep. six, <clears throat> and I was like, cool. So now I did go look at some stuff, and then I pulled up some of my notes, and I'm like, I just feel such a heaviness going on right now. So I know we're talking about a lot of heavy topics, and we're having fun here. Um, but I, I literally told Dan before we got on, uh, you know, two minutes before we got on, I said, I just feel such a spiritual heaviness. <clears throat> and I feel like, I mean, a lot of great things are happening, you know, in my world. Um, but so even when things are going great, Satan doesn't want it to go great. And he's going to do whatever he can, which tells me that time is short because I just feel like the pressure's on. I know you, <clears throat> you've, you went through some spiritual warfare uh you know recently you know some of our friends were talking about one of our buddies he's sick you know you i know you're dealing with some family members that are <clears throat> ailing and uh you know just it just shows to me that when there's that heaviness a lot of times the heaviness isn't where i feel like it's on me i just feel it because of other people yeah and the closer you get to god and the closer you dive in and the more you get in the word Sometimes that heaviness will strike because Satan wants you to be down. <clears throat> Although when you prayed, uh, and, and I actually talked to Jimmy before, a good friend, Jimmy, who is afraid to come on our show, just throwing that out there. <clears throat> He's afraid. <clears throat> he did pray. And once he prayed, I feel, I feel like that burden was being lifted. Mm. So with that said, um, there's a lot of, there's, I just feel a spiritual heaviness. And even though I can't see in the spirit world, uh, sometimes we can sense it, sometimes we can feel it, and sometimes we can even smell it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, sometimes I've actually sensed the smell of sulfur. Yes. It's uh, very, either, either I'm having a stroke, which I'm not because I don't have it proven, or I'm smelling something demonic. And, or you uh, haven't showered. Or, well, yeah, that's true too. Or I'm swimming in a sulfur pool. Which actually, if I was, I'd be dead. So no, I'm not swimming in a soccer pool. Well, I'm like, uh, hold on, uh, hold on. <laughs> hey, you're getting there. You're getting there. You don't want to shake. You have to do it so hard that you almost lose your headphones. So I was no, talking. I, I lost my mic. That's what I got lost. <laughs> I was talking to uh, a new friend of mine as of uh, a few months, a few months back, and we're he he runs a company. I'm not going to share what the company is because. Um, we don't have a sponsor, but he was, he is a kind of person in his company where he talks hey, hey, to him. Hey, hey, I know that's why I'm not mentioning it. I'm going to save it for another just time. Just saying. Uh, he could potentially be a pretty good one for us to, to have on as far as a sponsor, but we'll talk to him later about that. We'll find the, out uh, how good a friend he is. That's 
<laughs> I'm going to send him this and make sure he knows you said that. Anyway, we were talking about what he does, and he talks to a lot of pastors, a lot of church leadership teams. And he said in the last 10 months, the saddest thing for him that he's been sensing is just how crushed people feel right now. So, uh, and, you know, we're not trying to add to the crushedness. We, we want people to hear what we're saying and not feel crushed, but understand that Jesus is the one that lifts us up out of that. And he literally has won this already. He said, I have overcome the world. This was 2000 years ago. This is before he died on the cross, before he rose from the dead. He said, I have overcome the world. Paul says we are more than conquerors in Christ because of what he's done. So if Jesus was the conqueror and we're more than conquerors, we don't have to let all these things in the on the world in the world get us down. But as I was reminded as from a good friend, you, and from another good friend, that when you face these spiritual battles, the time to double down and pray and take authority over the enemy is then. I you know what? Let me just open up. I feel like I should share this. A good friend of mine, <coughs> out of the blue, because I hadn't talked to him for over a year, texted me um, on Friday. And you know what was going on for me on Friday. But he texted me on Friday and said, I'm not going to read everything he said, but he, he did say this. He goes, hey, brother, I'm up here in Tahoe working on the cabin, was thinking about you. Just wanted to reach out. This is Thursday night, actually. Wanted to reach out and say hi and see how things are going. And I'm like, you could not have been more timely with what was going on last Thursday night. And his, I didn't tell him all the details over text, but he said the battle was real. And he says, but you have been provided all the tools needed to kick the enemy in the head. Uh, and then he said, please forgive me if I am speaking what you have already done, but I am feeling that you must call out each issue and oppressor by name. Uh, I love that you have anointed the house, but when the enemies, and I'm going to say it the way he did, when the enemy's little pissant minions are addressed individually and rebuked in the name of our Lord Most High, Jesus Christ, they will cower and flee, but call them out by name. So he sent me that last Thursday night, and and then with, with your prayers and your encouragement and the things that this past weekend went through, spiritually speaking, that was probably one of the biggest battles, spiritual battles I've been in probably about 14, 15 years. And, wow. Um, wow. And it was, so, it was pretty intense. So, so how are you doing today? Tell, tell everybody how you're doing today. How I'm doing today is I'm feeling encouraged because when you persevere through that battle and you know that God is, if you, when you take that authority that you have back from the enemy and you say, you know what, the devil, you can try, but you're not going to steal. This is what God has given me to, to be over. This is what God has provided, has provided to me to, to protect as the provider, priest, and protector of the family. And I'm not going to let this happen. Just not going to let it happen. So I'm feeling very encouraged today. And God has reminded me of a couple of things in the last couple of days, too, about what he's trying to set up for, for my life, our life. And um, just reminded of his of his presence. So I'm feeling encouraged today. Thankfully, prayerfully. Thank well, you. Amen. Well, you're welcome. Um, I know typically we go into all these rumors of war, uh, more earth news. I know you got tons of news. Um, the main thing that I'm feeling today, and this is 
because I've been praying and God has just shown me, you know, when you're marked and as uh, our good friend, Michael Todd, <clears throat> pastor of Transformation Church in Tulsa, and we say he's our good friend. Uh, I don't personally know him. Uh, he is my brother, though. Uh, he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> uh, but we are brothers in Christ. Um, and about three and a half years ago, he did a sermon uh, the weekend after Easter at another church. <clears throat> and uh, it was time to mark. And uh, I mean, it like jolted me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel marked. And a lot of times people don't want to be marked. And, we, you know, and on this show, we talk about the, the you know, the uh, mark of the beast sometimes. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you're marked by God. And so who's ever listening, who's ever watching, you're marked. And you're here for a reason. And God anointed you for a purpose. And what the other thing that I know is when you're living in living a purpose and, you know, God's purpose, you're truly walking with him. Um, clarity starts to happen and a lot of other great things happen and there's freedom there. And a lot of people are looking, what's the freedom, especially when we're talking about all these negative things. And, you know, you know, when you got what, 600 mile asteroid, <laughs> uh, think what that could do if that hit the earth. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Or even hit the satellites that are up in the air. I mean, to think of how that would Im impact communication. Yeah. Um, that can also be scary. And, you know, we've got a 16-year-old. This is our youngest child. And, uh, you know, we were talking about some of the stuff. And she started crying the other day. And and I know it was, it was like getting a little heavy. And, and my wife says, uh, no when to read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, no one to leave the room or no one to read the room? <laughs> yeah, well, after that, I had to leave the room. <laughs> and, um, you know, the next day I talked to her and I said, hey, I know sometimes some of the stuff can be heavy. And I apologize. I think it's good to be aware. Um, the one thing is we're in victory. And you, used, you already shared that, that we're living in victory. So when, you, when you're with Christ, you're living in victory, whether you know it or not. And there's some days that we feel like we're in victory. And there's some days we feel like, oh, my gosh, you know. Uh, the heaviness. And like today, I felt a little bit of heaviness. Um, but the other thing is when I feel that heaviness, I know because I'm marked. And I know because I'm marked, Satan wants to do his thing. And there's a heaviness. And usually what I know is that time is short and something great is going to happen well, to me or something I'm involved in or people around me. Because it's not always me. And I don't want to make it about me. <clears throat> so going back to the marked, um, you know, Michael Todd did it, and, and I'm going to quote some of what he said. He's a, and he asked the question, have you felt like you don't have a purpose? And so I asked the same question. Do you, do you, are you walking your purpose? Do you feel like you don't have purpose? You know, God has a purpose for you. Um, and, I, and I truly challenge you to, to lean in, and uh, you're here for a reason. You know, start reading the Bible. Start praying. Get around people. Go to a, a Bible-believing church, and, uh, you know, that will help you. God will steer the, the right people if you're open and obedient. We do the show because we're obedient. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a game plan. We didn't know how, what was going to happen. We didn't know if anybody was going to watch it outside my parents. And, uh, you know, I joked the very first show that, hey, I, hey, mom, hey, dad, because I knew they were watching. Uh, and, of course, my sister was watching, too. And so, in it, so we went from one to two to three. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're growing. <clears throat> and, and now look at this. Uh, and we've got our format, and but today I think we're a little off format, and I think it's maybe good, but I know you've got tons of information. But being marked by 
God, we're all marked. Are we going to step into that? And we have that choice. Yeah. And, and not by not marked by society or the world standards, marked by God. And ever since I heard that sermon, I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, he's done delivered a bunch of other great sermons that was like, it was like he was talking right to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're talking right to you. And again, all this, all these craziness, it's just signs. And God said there'll be plenty of signs. It isn't going to be like, oh, you, you missed the sign. There's signs in the sky or the heavens, on the earth, in the water, uh, on the political front, you know, on on also, you know, even the te- technical. I mean, look at it. Look at all the things that can be done now. And we talked last week how knowledge increases so fast. I think it's every eight to 12 hours, knowledge increases via the Internet. Yeah. I remember you kind of read that, I think, last week about the exponential amount of knowledge and where we were 100 years ago as opposed to now. I thought that was really poignant. Um, speaking that was from of- my knowledge. That was from my knowledge. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> So the um, remember that red tide I mentioned last week in Tampa Bay? They, they just had a new story come, came out and said that uh, over 800 tons of dead sea life washed up in Tampa Bay after that red tide. 800 tons. So now they're trying to have someone come in and kind of help clean all that mess up, which is a lot of sea life, right? So you can imagine the smell. You can imagine what's going on with that and the impact of that. And by the way, as I mentioned, that red tide happened early. It was supposed to happen for at least another three or four weeks because it does happen every year. But it, it happened earlier and it has not been this devastating as far as sea life in the area. So another thing to look forward to. Uh, fire season has begun here in California and the West Coast. And it's early. I'm just going to say it's probably a month early from what they're saying uh, as far as the experts that are out there. And remember that remember that town I mentioned a couple of weeks back or last week that was rocked by almost 300 earthquakes. Well, yes. that particular town is now being evacuated because there's a fire that's already covered 30 square miles. And um, I mean, adding insult to injury, right? So, and right now what they're saying is, is that already in this wet in the West Coast, there are almost 800 square miles that are either burned or burning at the moment. So the wildfires have started early. The, the other thing I want to mention is because we talked about locust a few weeks back, how you can actually see on the Doppler radar where the locusts are because they're swarming and it looks like a weather event. Well, now because of the heat and the lack of moisture, blister beetles, I've never even heard of blister beetles, but blister beetles numbers are actually rising because of the drought in, in the West and in California. And here's what they do. They travel in swarms just like locusts. And they go. They love to go to blooming alfalfa fields. GJ, what is alfalfa grown for? Do you know? You know, because you live in farmers. It's for feed for animals. And the other thing is, and oh, I do have another Earth News one in a minute, is um, for honey production. Bees love, they pollinate the alfalfa fields, and it uh, is great for uh, beekeeping and honey production. So what's happening is, is that these beetles, these blister beetles, which have toxins in them, they, even if they're dead, the toxin stays active. It doesn't die with the beetle. 
So if you cut down alfalfa fields, put in a hay and then start to feed, like say horses or other animals, about 30 to 50 of those in one meal could potentially be lethal for any, uh, any animal that eats it. So this is the kind of stuff that you're like, ah, I'm going to, we're all going to, no. Yeah, exactly. I, this is the kind of stuff that could be overwhelming. It's just to help awaken you to make sure as we go off screen that, <laughs> that you're paying attention and looking up to God as the one who provides for you and the one that is going to make sure that you're cared for uh, until it comes again. So, um, yeah, that's what I, what's your what's the other one that you remembered? Earth News. I forget the exact country. I had it in my notes. I can pull it up. Um, I've got so much stuff here. Um, but on the bees, in one of the countries, and, and, and problems with bees, honeybees, has been a challenge for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. And it's just slowly gotten worse and worse. And, and they, they, there's a, a tracheal mite where this mite gets inside them, and then it starts to eat the tracheal. And then, of course, they end up dying because they can't digest. Uh, so that's been one of the things. And there's been a whole other issues, you know, which, you know, a lot goes back to chemicals. So the life expectancy of a honeybee is less and less and less. So there was a country where they were going and all these honeybees all just died. Mm. Not just not just a hive, all of them. Um, so I'll pull that up, what that country was. Um, I'll put it in one of my notes. But you can move on. All right. Um, and and but- by the way, I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting. <laughs> By the way, my dad was a commercial beekeeper. That's right. For his whole adult life. So for my entire life, so for 61 years, he uh, was a commercial beekeeper. And yes, I got stung. I know you want to know that. I did want to know that. (laughs) Unfortunately, every single honeybee that stings you never makes it out alive. Yeah, when they, when they, uh, and, and the, the females, the females sting, and when they sting you, they die. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> Jesus said, look out for things in the earth. He also said, look out for wars and rumors of wars, right? So that's always the section we add in what we talk about. And every single week, yes. But Shakira. Oh, that's mass, the- mass, they use mass death. A bees and the Shakira. So I was just Middle East. I don't know. I've never even heard of that place. Now you have. Now I have. I'll have to look it up on the map. <laughs> um, well, anyway, that. Yeah. Well, the last few weeks I've been mentioning too that we we look to wars and rumors of wars as only like missiles and bombs and whatever, but we have to understand that there's cyber attacks that happen. Yes. And I was literally on the phone with a friend yesterday who operates in the software world. And he was, I was just saying, Hey, how you doing? He goes, man, it is, I am busy. And I said, well, what's going on? He goes, well, you know, first of all, the business is doing really well. God's blessing it, but the enemy is attacking it. And when he said enemy, I thought the devil, which is probably the truth, but he, what he was saying was, is that there are hackers in China that are setting up fake account thousands not just with his what his company does but with other companies thousands of fake accounts and they're testing credit card numbers and so they've got to go in and literally 
bomb out and figure out which ones they are and take them out. So there's a cyber war happening. And we know that's true. And some of it's planned, some of it's not, some of it's just attacks, but they're attacking vulnerabilities all across the country. So another war and rumor of war that we need to be need to be mindful of. Um, what the heck's going on with Lebanon firing rockets into Israel? Well, that, that's that's a new one. Yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but they just fired a couple of rockets at Israel. And I wrote in my notes, I'm like, I mean, come on. <laughs> what are you thinking? Can, can, can you do that again, please? I mean, come on. Oh. <laughs> and then Israel. A little less I intensity. <laughs> I know, a little, little, little less intensity. Okay, I mean, let me calm down. Israeli, <laughs> Israel strikes some targets and... Israeli airstrikes hit targets in Syria, and these targets were to potentially destroy an Iranian base. Nobody was hurt, by the way. So when Israel goes in, they literally do try not to hurt people. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that nobody ever talks about that. But they try, So they went in, they tried to destroy some weapons depots, and they did. I've heard they were successful. That are used by Iran-backed militia groups that are coming after Israel. And I've determined in their mind to destroy Israel. So... Wars and rumors of wars. Well, and we've said over and over and over is all signs on rumors of war typically point back to Israel in some form or fashion. Exactly. And what has China been doing recently? They've been befriending a lot of Muslim countries. That do not like Israel. That do not like Israel. And not only that, but... China, and I know we're mentioning China a lot, and they're probably not going to like this when I say this, but, well, maybe they do. Maybe they want people to know how much they're involved. They, even though they're said they're becoming friends with Muslim groups, they're, they're imprisoning people that are Muslim and Christian in their own country because they don't take on the communist, uh, Chinese, Chinese Communist Party's viewpoints. So just a bunch of irony just thrown out there. Just yeah, and if somebody doesn't like it, then then they don't like the news because this is all mainstream news. You know, it may not be on every channel or every newspaper or every TV channel of news, uh, but this is pretty common. The things we're talking about today is pretty common. We didn't have to dive too deep on on what we've shared so far. Especially not on what I'm about to show you because China is I mean it's another Whoa. thing on China. They're not Whoa. they're not letting Whoa. up, man. You're me now. I am, I know, I'm sorry. Let me back back down again. When we liberate Taiwan. I had to get some from our sponsor before you deliver the goods. Life-giving water. Um, China is posturing again. Big surprise. And because and this and this is what they said, and I quote, this is a quote from China's um, defense minister. When we liberate Taiwan, I didn't even know Taiwan needed to be liberated, first of all. So back to what he was saying, when we liberate Taiwan, if Japan dares to intervene by force, even if it only deploys one soldier, one plane, and one ship, we will not only return reciprocal fire, but also start a full-scale war against Japan. Now said? Enough said. Enough said. Things can make you go. Mm. <laughs> hey, good job. Good job. You went to the right. I did. I'm really doing my best. 
So, hey, we got some leading up to the tribulation stuff. Do you have any, did you find anything interesting? Because, I mean, I have some things that are interesting. Well, I I deliver my my one big things that make you go, hmm. So. A little early in the game, but that's right. Well, you threw threw me a curveball because you had to go deal with something. Well, I mean, yeah, I I got some things I got going on here. Just I didn't plan it. You're a busy guy. I know. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all good. Um, you met your replacement. Just saying. <laughs> he keeps saying that. He's not going anywhere, people. I'm not going to let him. Um, over no, we're here. We're here. We're unfireable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We, it's hard to be fired when you don't actually make any we money. Get kicked off of platform, but we're not fireable. <laughs> That's right. Forty-five <laughs> churches in Canada have been burned to the ground in the last several months. Did you tell us why? Because Satan doesn't want the gospel to thrive. Hundred percent. It's, it's a spiritual battle. Yeah, spiritual battle. Not only spiritual battle on Christians, but China. I see. I keep saying China because they've been involved in the news. But Canada has been pushing legislation to put sanctions on circumcision which is a direct target towards the Jewish community because on the eighth day in the Jewish law from the scriptures, the Torah, the scriptures that they, that they, which is our old Testament, the five first five books of the old Testament for us as Christians, they are targeting the Jewish people. And they're starting to say they want to put sanctions on people that have their children circumcised. Regardless whether you're Jewish. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Cause some Christians do the same. Um, but yeah, they're they're burning. Not Canada is burning down churches that we know of, but they're uh, they're happening more and more in the last several months. And now they're going after people that circumcise their children. You know what? The devil doesn't want. He doesn't want us to follow the scripture. I'm just saying. Whether it's circumcision, which we know as Gentile Christians, which means not born in the Jewish tradition or Jewish heritage or ethnicity, but we are. We've accepted Christ and we've taken on that that nature. Even as Gentile Christians, we know that that part of the law is not over us, but it is part of what the Jewish faith believes still. And so he's going after anything that's Judeo-Christian. The enemy is going to go after anything that has anything to do with Jesus, Jewish tradition, the chosen people of God, and Christians, those that are, as the scripture says, grafted into the vine, which means we become part of the family of God in that way. So... I know it's a lot of theology I just said in less than 30 seconds. Yeah, most people didn't understand the words you said, including me. Um, let me paraphrase. Please it's do. The scripture. It's part of the scripture. It's part of the scripture. Uh, UK and France. You ready for this yeah, one? Well, France has been coming up a lot on a lot of stuff. So, do you tell- Oh, yeah. And no. we- we haven't even talked about South Africa, which is a whole different situation. I, I, I decided not to put a lot of that stuff into this particular broadcast because I'm still not sure. Well, I need to seek you know the Lord's wisdom on that, but I'm not really sure how to report that yet. Um, other than the fact that there are, there's a lot of racism that still exists down in that area that the enemy is trying to divide. Again, not just in this country, but in all of South Africa. Never, globally. Globally, globally. Good point. But UK and France have moved the needle towards separating those who have had the jab or the shot and those who have not. And here's what they're saying. 
that only those who have had the jab or the shot will be allowed to attend large public gatherings. Now, I want, I want everybody, to, I just want to stop here. Don't underestimate the news here as eventually those who are believers will be targeted because they will not want to take any marks to buy and sell. And that's where we're coming to with this whole shot situation and jab situation. To me, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to get it. But there's other reasons for that. But it's, in my opinion, it's all prepping for taking over and saying, you know what, at some point, in order to be able to buy and sell and move around, you're going to have to prove something. Whether it's this shot thing that everybody's talking about, or whether it's you have to take this mark and, and, and claim that you are a follower of whatever, and that you're good to go so you can buy and sell. Uh, it's that, that is what I believe we're being set up for. That's what I think the enemy is working towards. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> I do, actually. Um, well, I personally believe it is a precursor to mm -hmm. the mark. I don't believe this is the mark. And regardless whether you're for or against it, um, that's a whole other issue. Uh, the thing about it is when people are being forced to and then they're being coerced to, into it or they're being um, guilted because I know people right now that they they've done it out of guilt, not because they felt like they needed to for you know the right reasons. So which leads leads to me is like that's that creates divide number one. So there's divide in what you just said, regardless where you stand on it, <clears throat> and that's what Satan wants. So if you take a step back, th this is one of the things we encourage everybody that's watching is take a step back, go check these things out, go check these headlines out for yourself. If you really dive in, you'll find a lot of these headlines on all the topics we're talking about. The one thing that I, I know is when you're March, go to God. What is God telling you to do? Not what anybody else is telling you to do, not what I'm telling you to do, not what Dan is telling you to do, not what anyone is telling you to do. What is God telling you to do? And if you're not sure, then get into the Word. That's the only way you're going to find out. Get into the Word. Be in the Word. And the Word is the Bible. Hallelujah. And Pray. Pray is the number one weapon, the number one weapon that we have. Pray, because God is before us. God is ahead of us. God has your best interest. A lot of times we don't think that because bad things happen or bad things happen to bad, you know, to people that we love. Um, and, and God never promised uh, a, a rose garden, you know, a better, better roses. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he, he created them, but uh, you don't want to go lay, lay in them because you're going to get some pain. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so with that said, is that there's divide being created no matter what. And the other thing is, look at the look at the sign. The signs, it's a funnel system. And if you're in business or marketing, there's funnels. You know, and it's, there's a lot of different types of funnels that have been talked about online, and it's pretty easy. You just go online and they talk about funnel systems. But it's very clear that how things are funneling to what we talk about, which is the end times, the two-minute warning, and Jesus' Jesus's return. And Jesus is coming back. We just don't know when. And we're not going to say, and we're not ever going to say when. We can just say we see the signs elevating, escalating, and happening faster and faster. So there's that acceleration. 
on the flip side, there's an acceleration of all these different things that we talk about every week. And there's plenty to talk about every week. <laughs> and, and if we'd done the show yesterday, like we're, we normally do, we would have had fewer things to talk about than we do today and, and in just in one day, although we would have talked about it next week. Um, so, so to me, what is God telling you? What is God instructing you? And, and God removes the fear. You know, like when you're feeling heavy, like I shared, you know, I was feeling some heaviness. I don't feel a heaviness right now, man. I feel like I'm pretty empowered right now. Yeah. And and um, I know that's the spirit of God and that's the spirit of God working through me. And my dad, you know, <clears throat> I just opened this up in the book of Daniel. By the way, there's a lot about prophecy and times prophecy in the book of Daniel and Revelation. <clears throat> and, I, and these are things that my dad wrote or highlighted. So this is. Daniel chapter 1, verse 17. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel ha had understanding in all visions and streams. <clears throat> and my dad highlighted knowledge, learning, and wisdom. And then in his notes, lasting knowledge, lasting learning, and lasting wisdom. What I see, though, is people are, are watching certain news outlets are listening to people that really don't know and then even like some of the signs we're talking about it might be a new sign they're like well i never heard that before i didn't know there was this flooding in china i didn't know the bees were just mass dying in <coughs> bashkira <coughs> however you say it which we don't even know where it's at we I don't even know i don't even know <laughs> bashkira yeah, you can keep saying it. I still don't know how to spell it. <laughs> yeah. So the point is, I challenge everyone that's watching this, regardless of where you stand on any of these topics, mm -hmm. is what is God telling you? Because you, you've made it this far. You're already into it. <laughs> 46 minutes and 17, 18 seconds and counting. And that tells me God is talking to you. God is speaking to you. And you may not hear an audible voice. You may not even hear it in your spirit. But there's something. You're here for a reason. And what I know is God is speaking to us all. And God is shaking the shaking that things up. And when you have all these things going on an elevated scale all across the globe and into the heavens and into the planets. I mean, they're talking about Jupiter and, and Mars very frequently right now and all these great things that they're seeing. All right. Why is that? Why all of a sudden? <laughs> You know, the moon, the moon was like, there was like this shaking. Oh, by the way, which was elevating the tides. And I'm, I'm not, there was something like the earth, the moon was shaking. So, so I don't know if it, how it was vibrating or what, but it was affecting the tides. And they're saying elevated tides globally. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Don't know how it happens. But all these things, that, that asks the question, in my opinion, not getting caught up who's doing what or what do you believe or whether it's a mark or not a mark or whether you should do this or you should do that or whether you should tell people what to do. Here's what I hear. What is God saying to you and what is God wanting you to do? And are you in purpose? And do you have some concerns? Do you have some fears? Because God will take that away. It may not be overnight. <clears throat> and if you haven't turned to God in a long time, it might take a little bit more work because you built up a strong, you know, a strong wall, but God can tear that down and God can talk to you right now. That's and 
and and you are marked. So if you're watching this, you're marked. Just like Michael Todd said to me, said directly to me, he said, GJ, <laughs> you're marked. You're marked, GJ. <laughs> In other words, he was sending security over because you're creeping. <laughs> that could be true. Now, the one thing I can say is he uh, did not say GJ, by the way. Uh, he didn't even know who I am. <clears throat> so he will one day. But one day, and it might be in heaven, which goes yeah. to what is your eternal plan? It's one thing to deal with all these crazy things. And some of you might be watching, maybe in some of these areas we're talking about. Because every week we get people from all across the globe watching <clears throat> in some of these hot areas as well, because they're hungry for the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is flowing. And I believe a huge revival is, is on the verge. I believe it's, it's coming. And, and my question is, where do you stand eternally? I keep asking this to people because when I started to think about my eternal life, then some of the things I used to get upset about really don't matter. Yeah. I mean, they really don't. <clears throat> and some things that people say or do that, you know, used to bother me, you know, I may not like it, but it doesn't bother me the same level because I'm like, I got to think eternal. Why am I taking that on? Why am I getting upset? Maybe they have a reason to get upset. So to me, where do you stand today on your eternal life? And I think I've said enough. I'm going to turn it back over to you because I got no more. Hey, no, you that's exactly what we needed to hear at that moment. I mean, this has been a little bit of a different day. You know, we're not, here's the thing, we're not thrown off our game. I think sometimes when we have to make a switch and a change like we had to make in the last 24 hours, God has something else planned. And so we're just being obedient, like you said, to do this thing, but also being obedient and letting the Lord guide our conversation today. So I did, before we offer a prayer for salvation for people to accept Jesus, there are some things that make you go, hmm, uh, three of them are kind of like, eh. and then another one that I'm going to show a pick of is literally, it blew my mind this morning. And I know that things just can kind of happen. We can play tricks with our eyes, but I believe it's also another sign of God letting us know that he is here and he is, he is still in charge and has not left his sovereignty for any reason. First is this, uh, things make you go, hmm, is we are literally now in the worst inflation we have ever seen globally since the 1970s. Since the 1970s, the worst inflation we've ever seen. What is, why is it important to the end times? Because we know the end times, it says that it'll cost a day's wages to buy olive oil. A day's wages. I mean, that, that's the kind of inflation. Or a loaf of bread. Or a loaf, thank you, a loaf of bread. Is that, I mean, that's the kind of inflation we're talking about where things can become so expensive because of the devaluing of any money system that the, the value goes up on products that we need for the everyday. Um, next thing is, is I have, uh, I just saw this new story about monkeypox, which I never even know existed. Oh, I saw that too. The first case confirmed case that of some guy that was in some place in Africa and came back and he had monkeypox, another pestilence. Un I don't even know what to say. The last thing I'll say before I give you this last one, which I think will be an encouragement for people before we pray, is I have lived in Northern California now for eight years. And I have not seen F-18 fighter jets in all of that time until six months ago, where I have now seen three fly overhead. 
Now, some people are like, well, you have Beale Air Force Base here. You got at Tra- at Tra- Travis Air Force Base. You've got um, McClellan. That's just, that's now a, it's not an Air Force Base, but it's an airport that used to be used for that reason. And Mather Air Force Base. This is something to help everybody understand. F-18s, they, they don't normally fly in this area. They just don't. You can ask anybody that watches any kind of military jets, they just don't normally fly in this area. But apparently they're doing patrols off of the coast. And so they kind of fly inland a little bit and then kind of reroute. So um, some some elevated activity happening that you would normally see, at least in Northern California. Now, the last one is this, GJ. I, I saw this and I'm like, I have to show this to people. Some people may wonder sometimes, is God, does he is he really there? Every once in a while, I think he allows us to see some things that remind us that not only is he there, but he cares. And he is just giving us a little picture, a little window into the fact that he wants us to see that he's there. So I found this on the southern retaining wall of the Temple Mount. There are some thorn bushes that are vines that grow and this is this is what somebody found so i don't know hebrew so i'm kind of taking taking it uh you know at face value here but somebody in israel took this picture and said this is the name of god in hebrew in the thorn bush vines that are growing out of the southern retaining wall of the temple mount and then i I was reading, and this is why it was so critical for me this morning. I was reading literally in Hosea about, in Amos for the last couple of weeks, about how God loves Jerusalem. Like, this is the city of the great king. This is what the scripture says. He set it apart as the, literally, it'll be the capital of the world when Jesus says, I'm going to, I'm going to reign and reign on this earth for a thousand years. It'll be Jerusalem. And the Temple Mount will be a huge piece of that. Now we know it's not going to be a. It's going to. They're going to rebuild the temple at some point. Even the new prime minister is talking about how they're going to be rebuilding, uh, and how why it's important. Some people are trying to say that anytime somebody prays or comes to worship at the Wailing Wall or the Temple Mount, that's not of a Muslim faith, that they are trying to attack it. I mean, there's so many things going around the Temple Mount, but on the Southern Retaining Wall, somebody took a picture of that and said, "Isn't that interesting?" This is um, how in Hebrew you would spell the name of God in these thorn bush vines. This let me remind everybody what GJ just said before we wrap this up. You're listening to this. It may be this week. It may be Thursday night at 11 o'clock p.m. your time, whatever part of the world you're in. And I don't know why I said that, but obviously somebody this Thursday night at 11 o'clock p.m., uh, whatever their time is in the world, needs to hear what I'm about to say. Otherwise, I would have said it. God is watching. Not only is he watching, he is very involved in what's going on in our lives. He wants us to come to a repentance of the sin in this world in our life and say, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The only way to get to God the Father was through Jesus, his Son. And the Holy Spirit is here to remind us of all the things that Jesus taught so that we can live a life that is close to God, in relationship with God, Because Jesus removed all the obstacles for us to be able to do that with his sacrifice on the cross. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the son of God. He was was brought into this world to live a sinless life, to be a sacrifice 
for all the sins of all mankind from the time of Adam all the way to the time of now. And until he comes back again, he is that sacrifice. But not only did he was he the sacrifice, he also rose again from the dead. He conquered over death, hell, and the grave to be that conqueror for us so that we could have a relationship with God unencumbered by what's going on around us, unencumbered by the things of the world. All the things we just talked about, all the things in this world that are going on that are chaotic and crazy and all the craziness that we're going through, I want you to be reminded that not only the name of God should be on our lips, but the name of Jesus should be on our lips. And right now, we want to give you the opportunity to do that. So if you're listening to this and you know, you feel that nudge in your heart, I don't know about what this whole Christian life is about, but I do know something that they're saying is drawing me to make this decision. I promise you, you pray this prayer, you accept Jesus in your heart, the Holy Spirit's going to be helping you to learn what that all means. And then we're going to also say, get into a church that teaches the Word of God, not just talks about all the things that are going on on the planet and wants to help you live a, a cushy life. I'm talking about a pastor or a church that teaches you the Bible without watering it down and let you know this is what the scripture says. This is what God wants from us. Just read it and study it for yourself and we'll help you learn. If that's you, we want you to pray this prayer. You want to pray, GJ? You want me to do it? <clears throat> well, Father, we come to you and and there's... I'm, I'm going to read this because this I know you'd want, to, want me to read this because this was in my devotional this morning. God's will always has God's power. God's mm -hmm. will always has God's provision. God's will always has God's timing. God's will always requires God. Think about that. God's will always requires God. God's will always matches God's word. God's will always requires obedience and faith. God's will always honors God. God's will always wins. So you, we win. We live in victory. All you, and those are, if you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is repent. So I'm going to pray. Father, we come to you today. We thank you for this opportunity to, to help so many all across the globe. <clears throat> and as I just shared, your will always requires you and always wins. So anybody that's out there that's not sure about their eternal life, they have the opportunity now. All you have to do is ask for Jesus to come into your heart. So Lord, I, you know, please come into my heart. <clears throat> please renew my heart. G give me the the pathway and the strength to move forward. I, I I repent from all my sins, and you know what every sin I've ever committed, and I know that you forgive me, Lord, and I. I thank you for this, for giving me and for giving each and every one that's listening right now. <clears throat> I pray that that you continue to uh, show me the way. You are the only path to eternal life is through Jesus. So mm -hmm. I thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart, for, for saving me, for forgiving me, and giving me eternal life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 And as my dad would say, Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. So I'm happy now. And I feel like a weight's been lifted because I know God is speaking through us. I know God is, is on the move. And we've given plenty of signs in the last, what, 40 some weeks, 50 weeks, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of weeks. A lot of weeks. <laughs> a lot of signs. And you can just go, 
Hmm. Hmm. But there are, there are clues. So I, I thank you for tuning in today. I thank you for, for, for um, being marked because God's marked you. And I thank you for stepping into that today. Awesome. Well, I know we uh, had mentioned on the description, we talked a little bit about sin versus grace. We'll have to get back to that next week. But read Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. And if you're ever wondering, how should we respond as a Christian, as a believer? or And what does God want? He wants us to live in His grace, not continue to sin so that His grace can become more evident in our life. So just read that. We'll talk a bit more about that hopefully next week, if the Holy Spirit leads us to. And uh, I'm sure He will. And as JJ said, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. And um, keep on praying. Keep on praying. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.